0: There we go. Welcome back to Sports Headlines, everybody. Um, I am coming at you with our SH News 30 segment. Um, on Tuesdays, we're going to mainly focus on the NFL and NFL action as the uh, NFL league-wide off day is Tuesday and there are no games or practices. Um, we're, I'm going to begin um, by with, with our power rankings, but first I've got to... Uh, shout out Podco, one of, if not the best, ways to monetize your podcast. Um, Podco is, is a huge help, and um, yeah, the easiest way to monetize your podcast, it gives podcasters a flat rate to do uh, your first ad, uh, so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podco. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your uh, audience. Once again, podgo.co, Co. Podgo. Co. Um, and a big shout out to Crossover Media for powering this episode. So we had um, we had a big day. Um, Big day in the NFL yesterday. The Cardinals um, beat the Cowboys, and of course, the Chiefs uh, went all were walked all over the Bills. Uh more specifically, Clyde Edwards-Helaire walked all over the Bills. Um, we I'm going to be giving you my top ten power rankings. I'm going to be giving you Sean's top ten power rankings. Um, I'm going to be updating you all on our fantasy league. SH pick seven uh, from this week and last week. And finally, I'm going to discuss why are the Cowboys so bad? And and are the Browns a real uh, threat and a real contender in this league? Um, So starting with the power rankings, Sean's power rankings are as follows. He has his number 10 team being the New Orleans Saints. Uh, They did not move from last week, um, obviously. Finally, another way to score um, 30 plus with Drew Brees, who really can't push the ball all that far downfield. His number nine team was the Bills, dropping two spots after they lose to the Chiefs, their second loss in a row. Um, Number seven, or number eight, sorry, the Rams also dropped two spots after losing to the 49ers. And, um, his number seven team is the Tennessee Titans, getting a plus three after beating the Texans in a large, large victory. Um, honestly, I think you have to attribute that mostly to the overtime rules. Neither defenses uh, was really neither defenses were really um, doing much to stop. It was late in the game; they were tired. Um, the whoever got the ball first in overtime was going to win that game, and Deshaun Watson knew it. Um after the coin toss. The Ravens drop two spots being the number six teams team. The Buccaneers go plus three. The Steelers go plus one. Uh Bucks of five. Steelers of four. The Packers drop two spots from his number one spot to the number three spot. The Seahawks do not change, and the Chiefs regain their number one spot, <clears throat> hopping right over the Seahawks. Um, my reaction to Sean's power rankings, um, I, I, I think he's slightly overreacting to to um, to the past week's game. Um, I believe that, you know, the, the Ravens are still a better team than the Steelers. I think the Buccaneers are better than the Ravens. Um, and where's the 49ers, really? Um, do not know. Do not see the 49ers in here at all, and that kind of concerns me. I had the 49ers on my number nine team (laughs) last week just because of how many injuries they've dealt with, and um, they're now getting their players back. Jimmy Garoppolo, after getting benched last week, came back and threw for 300 yards. Um, He got Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, three physical shifty runners in space. And when you have the the scheme that Kyle Shanahan runs in the 49ers run, with that play action outside zone um, shot kind of concept, he gets his guys open in space, and then the the, the D backs have to make the tackle. And with with physical, quick, shifty runners like Samuel Ayuk and Kittle, it's it's really a, a hard team to uh, a hard team to tackle. Um, yes, they are still missing Nick Bosa. They're obviously not going to get him back. But um, I, I think with the way the offense is, has the potential to play at and um, the, the defense still being not completely just void of any pass rush, um, then then they get the nod. My top 10, number 10, I also have the Saints. Um, they are my number 10 team. The 49ers are the number nine team. They do not move. The Bills still are the number 18. Again, they do not move. Uh, The Steelers come in at number seven. Yes, they face the Browns. I will talk about the Browns later. They do not move. The Ravens. All I'm going to say is Carson Wentz is starting to look more like top ten QB Carson Wentz and not forget my mechanics, Carson Wentz. Ravens are the number 16. The Packers drop um, from number two to number four i um, sorry, the Ravens were the number five team. Packers dropped from two to four. Um, the Buccaneers come up to the number three spot. Just the way that they played, it's, it's, it's more so good Buccaneers and, and it, rather than bad Packers. Uh, we'll see what happens when Lazard comes back. They were infusing two receivers back into their offense in St. Brown and Adams, and they were just coming off of a bye week. It, it, it was not a great situation for Green Bay, although they did not show up whatsoever. The Seahawks are the number two team. They move up a spot, and the Chiefs stay at number one, never overreacted, um, saying that the Chiefs, you know, oh, no, they lost to the Raiders. Every team has that stinker game. Uh, we saw it from the Chiefs. We saw it, um, from honestly, from the Packers last week and um, from the 49ers with the Dolphins smacking up all over them um it and you know what these teams over a course of 16 game season are going to show who they are and what they're all about and you know that's why teams like the Niners the Bills the Steelers the Ravens and the Chiefs did not move at all the Patriots did drop out of my top 10 despite or actually not even because they lost just because of how poor the offense played the defense is looking stout still um the Rams did not get in basically because they lost, and the Browns also did not get in. Uh, They were an honorable mention last week because they got smacked around by the Steelers. Basically, at the end of the day, what I'm saying is I think the Chiefs are the best team in the NFL. I think the Seahawks are the second-best team in the NFL. I think the Buccaneers are the third-best team in the NFL. I think the Ravens are better than the Steelers, and um, the, the Saints are better than... The 49ers, Rams, or not the 49ers, the Patriots, Rams, Browns, etc. Um, <clears throat> moving right along, let's go to the fantasy update. My team won. Um, happy about that. And I will give you the the standings, the updated standings, and and who won their matchups last week. So, uh, myself, I played Warren. I won. Uh, That game, Sean absolutely got smacked around by Myron, uh, Team Barker. Team Andrew beat Team Mike by a sizable margin, almost 60 points. And um, Team Oxlong beat Team Quartaro um, by six and a half points, so close margin there. League standings update, Sean and I are tied at five and one for the East, uh, Quartaro. Is three and three, and team Mike is 0 and six. Not a good season for him. Um, team Ox Long is four and two. Team uh, Warren's team small nugget 23 is three and three in second place, as well as team Andrew. And then team Barker is one and five in fourth place, or er, um, his only win, of course, being against Sean Davis. Uh, how you feel about that, Sean? <laughs> Let's now go to um. Our pick seven. So, at the end of week six, my I am thirty four and thirty four. Sean is twenty nine and thirty nine. Not a good, uh, not a good first few weeks for Sean, uh, and and honestly, not a good first few weeks for me. I'm just about average. Um, we've got the games this week: Steelers versus Titans, Packers versus Texans, Chargers versus the Jaguars, Seahawks versus the Cardinals. Buccaneers versus the Raiders and the Bears versus the Rams. Um, so, pulling up the over-unders here, we've got the Steelers-Titans over-unders, 52-and-a-half. Sean has the Steelers on the over. I have the Steelers on the under. Um, I think it is – I, I want to see how that Tennessee offensive line, uh, well, with missing Taylor Lewan, really gets that push for Derrick Henry. Um, against this really, 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 really good Steelers defensive line. Um, the Packers and the Texans over-unders 56-and-a-half. I've got the Packers on the over, so to Sean, I think um, not much defense will be played. I think the Texans are going to be able, uh, able to put up a fight, though, um, and really put our defense, the Packers' defense, um, against the wire. The only notable... Guy that's really playing well and has not stopped playing well the whole season is Jair Alexander, probably the number two corner right now in football. Um, The Chargers and the Jags over under is 49. Um, Sean has the Chargers on the under. I have the Chargers on the over. Um, I think Herbert's going to be able to put up some points against the Jacksonville defense. And as long as Herbert doesn't make bonehead interceptions, or throw bad balls, you know, over the middle of the field, leading to interceptions and turnovers, then I think we're going to we're going to see um, Herbert's true potential and true arm talent really, really um, just go to town on on the Jacksonville defense. Going now to the Seahawks and the Cardinals, um, the over-under for that game is 56 and a half. Um, he, Sean has the Cardinals um, on. Sean has the Cardinals on the under or on the over, pardon me. Um, And I have the Seahawks on the over. I'm guessing that is Sean's upset of the week. I told him that's not going to lead to very a very good record, and he is nine games under or ten games under five hundred right now. Um, The Buccaneers and the Raiders over-under is 53 and a half. Sean has the Bucks on the over. I also have the Bucs on the over. I think the Raiders are going to be able to put up some points, um, especially with them wanting to throw the ball deep a lot. We'll see how that offensive line holds up in pass protection, but they're not really going to have to run the ball a whole lot, despite having Josh Jacobs. And we saw that the, the Buccaneers defense is very, very good at stopping the run last week and last season. The Bears versus the Rams over under is 46. Sean has the Rams on the under. I also have the Rams on the under. I think the Bears defense is really going to be able to stifle this Rams offense that has kind of slowed down over the past few weeks. Last week, the week before, last two weeks, has really slowed down a little bit. And um, the Bears offense is allergic to scoring touchdowns. So I've got um, the Rams on the under. That will be noted. Uh, I'm sure Sean's going to look back through this, make sure I'm not cheating anymore, uh, a little bit. But now I'm going to talk about are the Cowboys for real? And what is going wrong? So if you watched that game last night, you saw a few things. If you were on Twitter last night, you saw one thing. If you were on Twitter, you saw Andy Dalton. is terrible. Andy Dalton should not be playing quarterback anymore why doesn't Andy Dalton just retire or get cut? If you were watching the game, you saw a predictable play calling, play calling by, uh, by the Cowboys. They gave it to Zeke pretty much every first down play that they had. Um, The line play for the Cowboys offensively was not very good. Andy Dalton was under a, a good amount of pressure all night. And you know what? When he, his throws were not bad. He, um, he threw a nice ball to Michael Gallup that he, that was dropped. It would have been a touchdown. Um, There was a completely missed pass interference call that led to an interception uh, when he was trying to make a comeback. That was not really Dalton's fault either as, as the defense committed a foul um, and, and engaged in some unfair play there. But at the end of the day, it didn't really matter because it was not called by the refs. So, um the Cowboys defense we know cannot stop a fly from landing on a hamburger and the the offense really just did not even give Dalton a chance. Um Dalton did not play anywhere near the level of Dak Prescott um and probably never will at all this season unless they go up against the Jets somehow in some scheduling miracle. Um but it's it's just the fact that you are are tearing into Andy Dalton after a game that he could have played better in, yeah, but wasn't really all his fault. He's been, he's basically being asked to be an above average game manager. Listen, Dak Prescott was a, an elite game manager at times, a dynamic quarterback. Andy, all we need you to do is to be able to push the ball down the field. We've got check downs. We've got three really good receivers that can create separation. We've got probably the best running back in the league right now, as Saquon and McCaffrey are hurt. Um, you've got a, a pretty good offensive line overall, and listen, we just need you to we need you to make the plays that are there. Not try to create plays, um, and if you're under pressure, you can throw it away. You can get down, but don't force the ball. And honestly, he wasn't doing that too poorly uh, last night. Um, and then, you know, with the defense not being able to stop anybody, it was not a favorable matchup for Andy Dalton. And it really wasn't a favorable matchup for the cow- uh, Cowboys at all either. Um, the last few minutes of today's episode, I'm gonna talk about the Cleveland Browns. boy, oh boy, they got <laughs> they got um, they got smacked around by the Steelers. Specifically, the Steelers defense line. The Browns are one of the best running teams. Or have been the best, one of the best running teams uh, so far this year, and the Steelers just said, "You're not going to run the ball, Baker. Go make some plays on some broken ribs." Um, and and I don't even know if Baker would have made those plays on completely fine, healed, perfectly shiny ribs. Um, and and uh, I, I don't think the Browns are for real this year. I think they're kind of a soft team. They they don't really. They don't really rise to the occasion, um, in in big time games. Um, I mean, just looking looking at their schedule, they they've played. You know, they got smacked around by by the um, Steelers, obviously, in week one. They got blown out by the Ravens. Although, I will say, new coach, new system, no preseason. That was pretty inevitable. Um, it, it, you would you would have to be. Just not paying attention to anything. Um, if if you thought the Browns were gonna just come in there and steamroll the Ravens, um, they beat Washington by two touchdowns. Congratulations! They put up just about 50 on the Cowboys. Oh wow, good job! The Cowboys are as soft as ever. Um, they beat the Colts. The Colts defense was really, really overrated and overhyped. And then they come up against the Steelers and lose by 31. Um, once again, that is four touchdowns and a field goal. That is the margin they lost by. And it was because they could not run the ball whatsoever um, against the Colts, which are probably the, which is probably the best defense they played um, in, in their in the season, excluding the first game, they picked off Phillip rivers twice, which is going to happen. Um, a lot of the times when Phillip rivers doesn't make the best throws, I know Sean can attest to that. They ran for 124 yards on 33 carries. Um, Kareem Hunt had 20 carries for 72. Um, they even gave gave the ball to to Mayfield, and or um, sorry to Beckham, and and he had a negative yard. So really, 32 carries for 125 yards. Um, Johnson had eight carries for 32 yards. Mayfield carried the ball twice uh, for 17. And and receiving wise, Beckham five fifty eight, Landry. Four for eighty-eight. Hooper had five catches. Higgins had three. Hunt had three. Higgins and hunt caught the only touchdowns. So when the oh breaking news, Tua Tungavalola is now starting for the uh for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, apparently they were really impressed in that three throw, two-minute drill, uh, when they were up by 24. But Tua is now the starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins, replacing Ryan Fitzmagic. Um, they the Dolphins play this week um, up against. Let's see. The Dolphins are on a bye. Actually, I forgot. The Dolphins are on a bye week this week, so he will get first team reps all week. Um, with the new, with the new um, kind of come, it's optional bye week system that NFL teams are employing. Um, and going back to the Browns. Against the Steelers, they they just played almost pathetically. Baker Mayfield, ten for eighteen, a touchdown and two picks, got sacked four times, um, a five point five QBR and a fifty four point nine quarterback rating. Um, if I if you really need my opinion on the two, I'd say go with QBR over quarterback rating. Um, although it is going to be lower, pretty much no matter what. The highest you can have is one hundred. Um. Case Keenum didn't do much better. Thirty-three QBR, sixty-two point nine quarterback rating. Um, Kareem Hunt ran the ball thirteen times for forty yards, just over three yards a carry. Hilliard carried the, carried the ball four times for twenty-nine yards. Um, but you know, when you're only running the ball twenty-two times compared to thirty-three, and for seventy-five yards compared to one hundred twenty-five yards, you're you're not going to have success, especially when uh, the Steelers are just Basically, on offense, you just can't stop them. Uh, Big Ben, 14 for 22, through a touchdown, 56.0 QBR, 100.9 quarterback rating. Once again, there's the disparity between the two. James Conner, Connor, average five yards a pop, 20 carries for 100 yards and a touchdown. Um, Benny Snell Jr., six carries, 17 yards and a touchdown, and Chase Claypool got himself another rushing touchdown. And then Claypool averaged 18 and a half yards a catch with four catches for 74. Uh, James Washington averaged 17 yards a catch with the touchdown, four for 68. And then Ebron filled in two for nine. Um, and everybody else pretty much had one, uh, one catch. So when you get those chunk plays by guys like Claypool and Washington and then James Connors running the ball five yards a carry 20 times for 100 yards, uh, you really don't need to rely on Big Ben, who who is a quarterback that you really can rely on. He's not letting it like a game manager that you just you you have to have in the perfect situation and run the ball a lot. Um, the Steelers carried the ball 37 times um, and really 26 times with running backs. Um, and and when you when you have that combined with your offensive and defensive line, just bruising the Browns, of the line of scrimmage and the browns only rushing for only rushing for about 70 yards on the ground they only averaged 3.4 yards a carry if you go back to the colts game which is again probably the second best defense they've played excluding the ravens in week 1 the browns ran for just about 4 yards a pop um, and when that's a whole that's a whole extra yard and and the, the game the, every sport is a game of inches um, if you hit a home run, if you don't hit it a foot over the wall, you can see Mookie Betts will go over the wall and grab it. If you don't run for, it, I mean, that's a whole, that's a, think about this. If, if you are a receiver and you average 99 instead of 100 yards a game, right? So that's over a full season. That's 1600 yards compared to 1500, 15 and a half. Um, <clears throat> thousand yards um and that's that's an all-time great season versus uh wow he had a really nice season um if you're a running back that's you being you know compared to all-time greats like marshall falk and and ladini and tomlinson rather than just being a pro bowl guy this year and uh, maybe an all pro um so my answer to this the cowboys are bad because they are soft And um, because the playmakers did not show up and the Browns are not contenders, they are pretenders. And until they prove me otherwise, we saw this last year, we saw this this year to a point until their best win is against a Colts team that almost got beat by the Bengals or Bengals team by 15 or a, a Washington football team by two touchdowns. If their best win is not against a quality top 10 opponent, then I'm going to have to take the college football approach and say, you are not going to be ranked very high. Thank you all for watching Sports Headlines. Uh, we are the most authentic place in sports. Um, Sean is taking care of some personal issues right now. So I will be bringing you SH Pick 30 tomorrow. We will be having a more multi sport approach. Um, we are doing NFL Tuesdays here because it's the league wide off day again um thanks to podgo.co and crossover media for uh, pow- sponsoring and powering respectively um this episode follow crossover media at crossover 365 on twitter and instagram follow us at sports headline eight on twitter and sports underscore headlines Four on instagram thank you all for watching